Got some good questions. Firstly, a nutrition related question. I'm getting into my CrossFit. I'm starting to see some results because I've tightened my diet. Awesome. And I want to invest in some supplements. Oh, right. I've heard about BCAAs and proteins and creatines. What right. should I do? First of all, I would I would say um, think strategically. Get some stuff for your joints. Get some fish oil. Get some glucosamine. That would be the big. If someone said to me like, "What what should I get?" A hundred percent. That should be your starting block before protein. Before protein. Before protein. BCAA, before, protein yep. before anything. Yeah. Get some stuff for your joints because if if I could go back, if I could go back yeah. and say to the twenty year old me. Supplement wise, it would be a hundred percent. Get a fish oil, and get the glucosamine. And with the fish oil, there's and I've learnt this the hard way. I used to get the big bottles of hundreds and hundreds of tablets a of fish oil, tablets. and you've got to take like fifteen a yeah. day. Yeah. If you can get the red krill oil, red krill oil, super krill oil, you only have to take one yeah. super krill oil. So so good. so good. Um, unless you're a a snake with the ability to swallow an entire cow, then try and stay away from them yeah. fish oil tablets because they're not just huge, but they're huge and you've got to take, you've got to have so many of them. So yeah. I'd start with that. I would start with those, lay that foundation, hit those because if you still want to be using the joints in 10 years, 20 years, then you need to get that maintenance on. I've never met anyone who said, I don't want to use my joints in 10 years time. Completely. Yeah. And this is absolutely prevention is better than cure. Prevention, do the work now so you do not have to Think about doing the work later. Next, what's the next most important? If you're volu- if you're working out a lot. Yeah, so the supplements that I'd be saying there would be something to increase your calorific intake and it would be a protein because you're going to struggle to eat the amount of protein that you're going to need to eat to repair what it is that you're doing. So it's just easier if you can drink it. It's a supplement. It's not to replace real food real food is the best thing that you can take but it's to get you some additional calories and some additional nutrition in there so i'd be saying just a good clean protein there's so many arguments to be am i going to take the pea protein or the hemp protein or the whey protein whatever i would say try a unless your your nutritional religion dictates that you need to take a particular one you know vegan one whatever it is like that if you're open to any try them and try them with different things. Try them with water. Try them with milk. Try them with coconut milk and see what your body responds best to. A lot of that is digestion-based. You know, I have no issue with milk or anything like that. Um, I'm taking I've actually got this legit one at the minute where I take this. It's a banana-flavored protein. And in there, I have this Puhoi Valley. It's half milk, half cream. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's the greatest drink I've ever had. Um, so I would go with that. I wouldn't even think about creating. I wouldn't even think about creating. That is like, you know, it's like saying I'm going to, I'm learning to drive and I'm in my 1988 Corolla and I'm going to be putting Avgas in instead of the cheapest fuel I can possibly buy. It's going to do 
nothing. It's going to do nothing. And all you're going to do then is when it's time to take creatine, when you've exhausted, you know, particular training methodology, whatever, and you're going to use that as a jump from a plateau, you take it. It's not going to work. You've exhausted its use. So I'd be saying there, joint maintenance yep. followed by some type of digestible protein. There's a lot about pre-workouts and, yeah. you know, Ooh. drinks. You know, you could just go down the rabbit hole, right? The the big one, branch, um, branch chain amino acids, really, BCAAs, really good. like that is, of all the supplements, that's the one that has made the most difference for us working yeah. out. Really, really good for as soon as you train because you don't have to take in that big kind of milkshakey situation. It's a real nice, you know, it's like a cordial, so you can hit that as soon as you finish training. I'm not a pre-workout fan. I really am not a pre-workout fan at all. Um, so many people take them and so many people get, I put them in the same category as energy drinks. They're there with yep. energy drinks. The, you know, the people just taking them for that buzz you can't work out without. It's like, oh, I'm not a fan of them at all. Me neither. Really not. Um, the best kind of, one of the best things that I've ever found for working out was putting some lemon juice and a little bit of sea salt in my water. Because I was at a point, I was, I was tanking in some workouts and I got onto that and it was just, just it was that electrolyte hitter that I needed. Yeah. Just That's actually my morning routine. Yeah. The first thing I do when I get out of bed, I have a glass of water with yeah. the juice of one whole lemon and probably about half a teaspoon of Himalayan sea salt. Legit. And then I just that back, ready to go. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not doing water first thing in the morning, you're behind the game. You've got to and get And then I had to drink coffee immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same with the same situation coffee in the yeah. car all yeah. the way yeah. to the box yeah so i'd go for them cool um do we use questions that we already have the answers to as a way of delaying or negating a way to action yeah that's good question yeah that's a great question yeah we do and way too much um procrastination i think procrastination is on the increase because our time can be there's so many things now that will give white noise to our time we've got this amount of time that we can spend that we're not getting any more of that we can be so productive you know there's 24 hours that you can be so productive in but how much of it do we spend scrolling getting that thumb going and just doing all that kind of scrolling there go into the guts of your Ooh, device and look at coming. how many hours look at how many hours a week you're on facebook instagram youtube YouTube's an interesting one because there's it a, is. there's there's a lot of good that can yeah. come out of YouTube, but you can also go down oh, the rabbit hole. You go down the you go down that rabbit hole of you know I mean that clickbait you know man fights crocodile yeah. best fight ever yeah click on that and see where you're at in two hours yeah, yeah, yeah it's you, you, like you, in a in a week you'll be really surprised at how much time you are on your phone. I set um I set a limiter on mine where you know you set the amount of time that you can spend per day on it. And once it's exhausted that, you've actually got to go in and say, yep, permission for another 15 minutes. And it's a really, mm -hmm. you know, once you, once you blast over that, it's like you've got to be asking yourself permission. But I think, I, I really, going back to that question now, I think there's so many things that do cloud our ability to take action. They don't need to, but we it's easier for us to, to get on the procrastination wagon rather than execute on something. When you, you were one of the first people that, um, you were actually the first person when we decided to um, to move facilities that I told. And I remember being on the phone to you and, and, and you know, I made that statement where I, I'm never happier than when I'm hustling. 
when I'm making stuff happen and there's a time and that feeling, that feeling what you oh. get, it, it's like that stomach feeling that you get. I'm never happier than when that's happening, that when I'm making stuff happen. And when you commit to making a change and you see a vision starting to come to life, there's nothing more satisfying. And it is making that jump from interest to commitment. You know, you can be interested. I'm really interested in starting a new business or I'm really interested in doing X, Y, Z. But once you commit to that particular thing, and I think, you know, as well as knowing the answer to the questions, I think one of the, one of the big things is as well is filling yourself with so many things that you are interested in that you're never going to take action on. That's a really big one. You know, I've got all this kind of stuff. I'm interested in doing this. I'm interested in starting a business. I'm interested in doing whatever. And you fill yourself with so much of that because it's a great excuse to not do something, you know. Look at prioritize and execute, you know, pick the one biggest one that's going to have, pick the smallest thing you can do that's going to have the biggest amount of leverage and hit that thing so hard, so hard, you know. I'm, I mean, we have done, you know, this morning, I was up, I was editing podcasts, I was programming for the box, I was down painting the new place, and then, bang, we're over here recording, you know. It's just, I love that feeling. I love that feeling. Yeah, so this is this is one that I think a lot of people a lot of people struggle with uh, in a lot of different ways. I feel like I'm fat and I should just give up. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, it's pretty harsh in terms of the verbiage. Oh, in that. Like, how hard is yeah, that? That's on yourself, hard. That question. Yeah, that's and harsh what is them. fat? Like, yeah. what is that? This. For me, that links a lot to weight. You know, when people um, when people talk about I'm overweight, and you know this, I've said this before. This idea of this ideal weight. When people come in and that's the motivation, you're basically saying I've plucked this mythical number out of midair because I'm never going to get to it because I'm not actually interested in getting to it. But it's a great excuse for going back to that previous question. It's a great excuse for my inaction. So um, you've got to look at these as black and white as possible. And, you know, I've, I've said something very similar to this on a previous one is, you know, you are, you have an abundance of energy in your body that you've consumed when there's no need to consume it. So you can get rid of it. You can get rid of it, but you've got to utilize that energy. And you've got to have a really accurate time frame in mind, but more than anything, You've got to want to do that and you've got to commit to doing that and not just be interested in doing that. And a great addictive property, I say great, it's a horrible addictive property that people have, but this, uh, a very easy addictive property is this kind of self-loathing, is this self-pity, yeah. is this woe is me, is right. This and is I, what I'm confined yeah. to. This is a prison sentence. Just pull the And trigger. I think the way that this question is worded, it's very open-ended and it's it's a real... It's a real statement. You could you could put that over fifty different people that look fifty different ways that are completely different from each other, and they're all going to interpret that. That's all going to be interpreted so many different ways. It yeah, is really right. really open ended. So my interpretation of that is I've been trying, but I'm not making the progress that I think I should be making. Yeah, you probably. It's too open ended to say this, but like, I'm going to look at it from one point of view and trying to link it to kind of what you said there is. You need to look at this black and white now. Get some expert advice. 
Like, seriously, just go and get some expert advice from someone in the game that knows what it is that they're doing. And so is that a nutritionist or is that a gym owner? I think you could go either. Is it a psychiatrist? What Choose your it? weapon. Choose yeah. your weapon. I mean, the most important thing is to hit one and execute on that one thing because these things, you know, they're not mutually exclusive things. These things can run concurrently. You know, your, your gym owner, the, the person who's programming your exercise to the person who's advising you on nutrition to the person who's advising you on your mental state to the person who's advising you on your financial situation, then all these things complement each other. They all complement each other. But this is, this is where the, um, the problem lies is, you need to be clear on the outcome that you want. Because if you're not, if you're wishy-washy on the outcome, are you now that person who is just saying this so people listen? Because you want people to listen to you. And it's the easiest way to just moan and be like, oh, this is how I feel. It's really easy to be that rather than that kind of upbeat person that's getting stuff done because you don't need to tell people what it is that you're doing. But you need to be strategic and think, What's the outcome from this? What do I want to get out of this? And then that that exercise prescription person and that nutritional advice person and that relationship advice person and that financial advice person, they can all then see what that strategic goal is and move towards that. But if you are there to just be indulged, if this is a question to do, just be indulged, draw a line under it. Straight up draw a line under it because you'll get sick of me saying it but nobody wants to hear it. And the more you say it, the less people listen. All right, last question. I pride myself on being a kind and caring person, always doing things for other people. But lately I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. What can I do to stand up for myself and be strong and say no without losing friendships? Stand up for yourself and say no. And you know I've said this so many times, but if but how yeah but if I think they know that yeah it's not it's not what you do it's how you do it yeah it's not what you do it's how you do it it's how that thing's going to come across you don't need to someone says something you don't need to be no there's no way I'm doing that you're taking advantage of me you don't have to come across like that you need if you are sincere with what you do and sincere with how you go about things and you actually say to someone you know what I just can't do that. I just, at this point in time, I don't have the time. I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the ability to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I read into this is I'm scared of letting people down. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. that question is. So so how do you get into that mindset of not feeling responsible for letting people down? People want to know the why behind what it is that they do. There's got to be a story with it. And if you explain that, and what you don't need to do when you explain that is justify it. You don't need to justify not devoting your time to someone else's problem you don't need to do that but you do need to explain that you know what i can't do that because you're not justifying it. you're not making an excuse for it but you're actually saying no this is taking up too much of my time or whatever it is but you need to be clear with that so that person understands it you know don't make an excuse don't hide behind something just be straight up front but being up front doesn't just mean being brash and saying no i'm not doing that screw you it just means that I do not have the bandwidth. This is consuming too much of my time. I've got other things that I need to focus on, you know, bigger fish to fry, whatever. Um, I'm going to throw something at you now, though. Oh. You took some heat in the week. Re a certain um, 
low carbohydrate mm. beverage. Uh, one of our guys that comes in the box is a brewer at the brewery opposite us, Craft uh, Deep Creek Brewery. Those guys make. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not a craft beer guy, but they make a kick-ass craft beer. And unbeknownst to us, they do do a low carb beer. And um, you want to explain your your situation? Well, there? as you know, I love my beer. Always have. Um, and I would uh, call myself a little bit of a low carb aficionado, Check. simply because. <clears throat> and I love craft beer, but you're talking three, four hundred calories a bottle or a pint. It's a meal. Yeah, that's it's a meal. It's a meal. And so, if you're like me and you like to have a couple of beers, like you're throwing down a huge amount of calories, right? And so, it's nice to have something light. You know, which is why I go for the pure blondes and, you know, those style of uh, of low-carb, low-calorie beers. Because you can have a couple of beers and, and not feel like it's going to completely destroy yeah. your whole day of eating. Yeah. There's more, I mean, there's a lot more of them coming out now, but like you say, you're thinking pure blonde, you're thinking... Uh, Spates ultra-low-carb. Yeah, the Stella Leger. Yep. And yeah, you can't get it over here, but when I spent quite a lot of time in the States and the Michelob Ultra, you know, that's, that's kick-ass. Kick so our friend Steve has just been made a brewer yes. um, at Deep Creek who makes some fabulous beers, and uh, he had me up the other morning. He was and throwing down the heat. He was upset. Yep. And uh, and he let me know that they have developed uh, a low-carb beer. It's called Local. Local. Um, you got your hands on that. Yeah, he gave me a couple, and the best way I can describe it is it's a low carb craft beer. And the problem with with and the, that's that's absolute. You're saying that now straight up. It's a low carb craft yeah, beer. It's I not like when someone says try this, try this no sugar chocolate that tastes just like chocolate yeah. that actually tastes like turd. That's what it actually yeah, tastes like. It makes all other low-carb beers taste like water. Like, it, it really does. It's a low-carb beer, and it has the depth and flavor of a craft beer. And um, I ordered a couple of cases of it the next Ooh, day. Yeah. Boom. So there you go. Vindicated, Steve. Draw the um, draw the dogs off. Um, <laughs> there you go. Done. Look, if you want to connect with us and continue this and send us some more of these, these questions we're getting are awesome, you can do so via the website, uh, Altitude Leader. .co.nz, um, Instagram, Facebook, at The Altitude Leader, Twitter, at Altitude Leader. And, yep, continue, uh, continue our meanderings. But Thank you, sir. Wrap.